I'm Woody Huffines, and this is the Owner's Voyage Podcast. This podcast is going to be about how you go from being an employee to being an employer, or how you go from being unemployed to self-employed, or as an employee to self-employed, or, well, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. We'll talk about ways to make that trip, that journey, more fun, more rewarding, more profitable, as well as some tips for staying away from potholes, dead ends, traps, and washed out bridges. We'll hope you join us. Welcome to episode 13. What are your big rocks? How many roles do you have in your life? If I count up the roles that I have in my life, I'm a husband and I'm a father and I'm a stepfather and I'm a business owner and I've got business owners that I mentor and I'm a member of a church and I'm a member of a homeowners association and I'm a neighbor and well, you could go through my whole list, but all of us have a number of different roles that we play. And each of those roles have a number of things about them that are important. Those roles play play a role in our life. And one of the things that we need to accomplish as business owners is decide how we're going to balance all of those different roles and find the important things about them. There's an old story about a college professor that gets in front of his class and he has a jar. And he sits the jar down and he reaches into his bag and he pulls out a bunch of big rocks and he fills the jar up with these big rocks. And he asks the class, is the jar full? And they say that it is. So he reaches back in his bag and he gets out a bag of small pebbles and he pours all the pebbles into the jar and he kind of shakes the jar around and all the pebbles settle down into the jar and the nooks and crannies around the big rocks. And he says, is the jar full? And the students say, well, yeah, it is. So then he gets out a bag of sand and he filters the sand down in the jar and he shakes it and filters it and he shakes it and he filters it. And pretty soon all the voids between the small rocks and the big rocks are filled with sand. So he asks, is the jar full? And the class laughs and says it is. And then he pulls out a can of beer and he pours the entire can of beer into that jar. And that beer fills up the rest of that void. So now that jar is really full. Now, the point of the story is that if you put the beer in first or the sand in first or the small rocks in first, you won't have room to put the big rocks in the jar. And he makes the point that the jar is your life. And as long as you put the big rocks in your life first, you'll have room to put in the small rocks or the sand. So you need to decide what your big rocks are. And you need to decide those big rocks for all of the roles that you intend to play. Now, if you decide to start a business, it may reduce the number of roles that you play. For example, in our homeowners association, While in the past I have played some roles, I don't have time for those roles anymore. Just can't. When my children were younger and I was involved in a church, I was also a Sunday school teacher and I was on church council. Well, now that the kids are gone, my role in my church has changed because the amount of time that I have and what's a big rock to me in that role is different. When I was younger and I had kids in school, It was very important to me. It was one of my big rocks to be aware and available to them as a Sunday school teacher for their Sunday school classes. Well, now that's not as big a rock for me as it was when my kids were young. When things settle down a little bit with my business, I may go back to teaching young adult Sunday school because that's a potential big rock that I want to pay attention to. 
So what are your big rocks? What are all your roles? What are all the big rocks for those roles that have to be put first in your life so that the little stuff will take care of itself? We'll talk about a mission statement or a vision statement. Those things are pretty popular. Everybody's kind of been through it. But the concept that you need to get your head around is that if you start a business, a business is another jar that you're going to have to make determinations on and decide what the big rocks are for that jar in the same way you've decided the big rocks for your relationships or the big rocks for being a dad or big rocks for being a husband. So you have to decide what the big rocks are. One of the best models for thinking about this and deciding, helping decide, first of all, what your big rocks are, and second, how to devote time and attention to those big rocks comes from Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. By now, you know, I think very highly of that book. And he's got a time management matrix in that book that's very apropos, I think, for not only finding your big rocks, but then paying attention to your big rocks and the variety of roles that you have. And the matrix is just a box with four squares in it. The upper row, quadrant one and quadrant two, are activities that are important. And then the bottom row are the activities that are not important. And the left-hand column are those that are urgent, and the right-hand column are those that aren't urgent. So, for example, in quadrant one in the upper left, those are things that are important and they're urgent. This is a crisis that's a real crisis because it's important. If your business is on fire or your house is on fire or you've run out of gas beside the road and you have a meeting to get to, it's important and it's urgent. You with me? Important and urgent. Quadrant two, which is in the upper right, are the things that are important but not urgent. Planning activities, strategic activities, relationship building. If you look at ways to be significant in people's lives or developing relationships with people in your life or recognizing new business opportunities or putting together a strategy for where you're going to go in six months or a year or two years, because it's six months or a year or two years away, it's certainly not urgent, but it's important. The quadrant two is not urgent and important activities. Quadrant three on the lower left are activities that are not important, but urgent. The best example that I've uh, ever come up with for an urgent uh, but potentially unimportant activity is a ringing phone. It is so difficult for us not to answer a ringing phone. And this was the example that I used years and years ago before we had smartphones. But when that phone is ringing, it's urgent and you need to pick it up because it gives you a sense of urgency, whether it's important or not. Now, sometimes you can get an important phone call, but most of the time when you answer the phone, it was something that was urgent to you, but not important to you. And Lord, smartphones have made this a thousand times worse with all the notifications you get for Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Sonic Drive-In. I get these notifications from Sonic Drive-In that the 50-cent corndog day is today. Not something I need to know. It is not important. But because it's a notification on the cell phone, it becomes urgent to us. And we constantly pick up that phone to look at things that take up our time that are urgent but unimportant. 
And then the final quadrant is the lower right-hand side, which are things that are not urgent and not important. And that's just time-wasting trivia. That's just stupid stuff that takes up our time because we don't want to do something else. And what Covey recommends is that the first thing that you do is just eliminate from your from your time and your time management the things that are unimportant, whether they're urgent or not urgent. The first one you probably ought to get rid of is the time wasters. Don't sit around and read stupid popular magazines that don't do anything for you personally, professionally, don't help you in any of your roles. The second one is be aware of what's urgent and potentially unimportant and start squeezing that bottom row down. If you look at your day, how much time do you spend in each of those quadrants? How much time do you spend in stuff that's urgent and important? It's a crisis. How much time do you spend in just time-wasting activities where you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs and not paying attention to anything or trying to accomplish anything? Now, I understand that maybe some of that mental effort time could be categorized as sharpening the saw because you're giving yourself a break, but there's probably better ways to give yourself a break than to play Candy Crush on your phone. The other things that you need to minimize are those interruption activities, the phone calls, the text messages, the stuff that pops up. You want that period of time in your day to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And maybe it's through scheduling. For example, you say, you know what? I'm going to do email for an hour in the morning, and then I'm going to do email for an hour in the afternoon or 30 minutes and 30 minutes. That the email is not going to suck time away from the stuff that I need to be doing because it's urgent. That urgency tricks us every time. So if you can squeeze down how many minutes a day you spend in quadrant three and quadrant four activities, the unimportant activities, whether they're urgent or not urgent, then that's the more time you have to deal with the urgent, important activities, the crises, the the deadline-driven things, or the not urgent, important things like relationship building and preventative things and doing some strategic planning for your business. So that's the first thing to do is decide which things are relatively important by deciding which things are unimportant. And after you have the important things down, then which ones are urgent and not urgent? If it's important and urgent, you pretty much have to deal with it. But if you spend all of your time on things that are important and urgent, you're going to get stressed and burned out because you are running the 90 miles an hour all the time. Or you're either in quadrant one in a crisis or in quadrant four playing angry birds on your phone not a good plan if you spend a lot of time in quadrant three which is the things that are not important but urgent it gives you a short-term focus because you're not spending time on the long term the long-term planning that you need to do or the long-term care that you need to take for important relationships and quadrant four is not worth talking about because it's just total irresponsibility So the idea is you take that four-quadrant matrix and squeeze it and squeeze it and squeeze it until quadrant three and four go away. And you spend your day doing the things that are in quadrant two that are important but not urgent. And then the true crisis things where something outside of your control has made something that's important a crisis. 
So spend time doing vision and maintaining your perspective. Spend time creating balance in your life and discipline and control. Spend time developing relationships. I'll say it again. Spend time developing relationships and caring for your relationships so that if you spend a lot of time in quadrant two, in those things that are not urgent but are important, it's going to reduce the number of things that you have to do on a crisis mode because you can take care of them when you're focused on quadrant two. So to develop time and develop effort and perform well in quadrant two, identify the roles that you play in your life, everything from a symphony board member to a business owner. And then after you've defined those roles, understand what your goals are for each of those roles. And if you understand the goals for each of the roles that you play, then you can look at your schedule and say, you know what? Can I accomplish all of these goals for each of these roles? These are my big rocks. What you might find out is that you don't have a big enough jar. You got more big rocks than you got life and We've all been there at one, at one, in one way or another, but the more time you can squeeze out of quadrant three and four, the unimportant activities, the more time you're going to have for those big rocks in each of those roles. So take the time to define your day and look at what are you spending time on? How much of it is unimportant and not urgent? How much of it is urgent, but unimportant? Squeeze that time out. Shift it up to things that are urgent and important. That's a crisis. And the things that are important and not urgent, that's planning and looking ahead. And when you can write that down and get to a better balance, you might be able to say, you know what? I've got the right big rocks. Let me focus on those big rocks and the other stuff will just kind of take care of itself. And going back to the example from the front, What did the beer represent when he filled up the rest of that jar with beer? That represents that regardless of how much stuff you have going on in your life, it's always appropriate to have a good beer with a good friend. This is Woody Huffines. This is the Owner's Voyage podcast, the journey to business ownership. Start planning your life. Start looking real hard at what your big rocks are. Take care of the big rocks. Let the little rocks take care of themselves.